start. This is Ready? Frontline podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Frontline front podcast, podcast. or yeah. the film Frontline, because Frontline sounds like a military podcast. Frontline film is the name of it. Frontline so. film podcast. What's up, everyone? This is episode one of the Frontline Film Podcast. So uh, we wanted to do this because we just love movies. We love talking about movies. We're all nerds here. And uh, yeah, I'm Cole. I'm going to hand it <laughs> off to Tyler. He's going to tell you guys some more. What's up, guys? I'm Ty- I almost said I'm Cole. I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm Tyler, a.k.a. Nubs. Nubs. And if you're listening to this, I just want to say welcome to the two of you because, you know, I'm just kidding. Thank you guys for listening. Um, today. Ha, ha. I get it. Is it funny? Because only two people are going to listen. That that was the joke. Yeah. Okay. Well, Thanks yeah, for explaining the joke to us, Cole. <laughs> All right. So today we're <laughs> we're going to be talking oh. about Spider-Man: No Way Home, The Matrix Resurrections, Boba Fett episode one. Each of our top ten movies breakout performances. What were the most anticipated films of 2022? And then we're going to probably make fun of Cole a at lot, least, at least once. We have to. It's Everyone like introduce a, yourselves. His opinions suck. Um. Yeah, so if you're listening to my voice, uh, I'm Landon. They will call me Wilkie or Short on this podcast. Or idiot. Or idiot. Or Short Idiot. Stupid. Or, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to call me that. Um, if you want to know a little bit about me, uh, my favorite movies are The Empire Strikes Back and, of course, the greatest film of all time, uh, that is Ratatouille. And if you disagree with me, that's okay. I'll take into account your opinion, but you're wrong. So, there you go. That's uh, funny because... Um, you're wrong. Saul was better. Yeah. Okay, hot takes. All right, guys. <laughs> I am Cole. You will probably just be... I'll probably be referred to by Cole. Was I supposed to say my favorite movie? Or idiot. I'll, yeah, you can do that in a second. I'm doing mine, though. Okay, go ahead. Um, Favorite movies. Probably Interstellar is up there. Obviously, you love Star Wars and Marvel. Um, Step Brothers is probably the greatest comedy of all time. Um, and Nubs, cover your mouth and you cough. I did. Now, do you want to say your movies? I elbowed it, baby. Uh, yeah, so my favorite movie, I would say like my favorite, if I'm talking like quality of film, is probably Interstellar. Um, so, Cole... I'm with you on that one. Oh. But I would say favorite in terms of just like one movie that I can always go back to and enjoy. Gosh, it would have to be uh, Empire Strikes Back, obviously. Or, um, man, maybe maybe Infinity War. It's great movie, too. I think it's right. one I can always go back to on a cold, rainy day. Bowl, bowl of chicken noodle soup. You mean to tell me you don't want to get a nice, warm bowl of chicken noodle soup and watch, and watch a rat cook your favorite <laughs> soup? I just realized I'm not wearing my wedding ring. Guys, married. married. He wants everyone to know that he's married. Congratulations to Nubs on the marriage. Actually, he doesn't have his wedding ring on, so therefore he is single. And I'm not ready to mingle. I'm not even going to make that joke. And there you go. All right. (laughs) And today with us, uh, we have two special guests that are going to be a part of Frontline Film now. We have Avery and we have Ethan. Still haven't written their first article. Introduce yourselves. Cole kind of ruined the uh, climatic introduction of me and Ethan. But you say climb, climactic? Yeah, I yep, you. but um, if you're listening to this sexy white chocolate speak, my name is Avery. I'll most likely be referred to as Avery on this podcast. Um, it's hard to say my favorite movies, but I 
my favorite uh, film directors consist of the likes of Martin Scorsese, Stanley Kubrick, Christopher Nolan, and George Lucas. And by the way, you two that said Empire Strikes Back is the best, Revenge of the Sith is, so you guys are just wrong. Yeah, the last 15 minutes. It's whatever. Look. Avery, I'm with you, man. Episode 3 is the best. Broken clocks are right twice a day. This time is not one of them. And this is military time. Hello, my name <laughs> is Ethan. You will also be, you also hear me be referred to as Potbelly. And I'm not gonna say my favorite movie, but I'll let you know something that's gonna define me as a oh, person. God. It's a TV show. We know. And you'll know all about me once I say the name of the show. It's currently ending in the year 2022. Thank God. It is the, the worst show only, on TV. The best show on TV, The Walking Dead, with two spinoffs, Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead World Beyond. God, you're a nerd. And you're also one? getting three Rick movies soon. I guess who's not going to They've watch They've already those. told his whole story. No. It's, it's died, insane like, that you say that, but The Walking Dead's not even the best show to come on AMC. Think the rest of us can agree? Yeah. Yeah. Breaking, breaking, breaking bad, maybe. Bad. Your main character of the Just show dies. Bro, bro what's yeah. not intriguing to you about meth being cooked? Hold on, time out, time out. You get mad that Walter White dies, but Glenn, the objectively most interesting character on that show, and he's not even that interesting. Got it's fake clobbered. killed off, and then people got oh, mad, so then they real killed him. No, that's how, that, that was lit, though. You, you, you like The Walking Dead, but the whole premise of the show is killing off its main characters. Exactly. Which is fine. I guess that's fine. Yeah. It was, I'm, I'm going to be honest, me and Avery watched it for six seasons, I'm gonna say and we enjoyed it. Hey, nobody, nobody can hear you. No, they definitely can't. It's, def- it's got to be loud. It, it's like faint. It's okay. What killed it was definitely the Negan series. They dragged it out for almost five seasons. And that's God. all I'm going to say about that. God, that was long. Can we get off The Walking Dead? That's, that's all I'm going to say about show. that. So we yeah, that's, that's all you guys need to know about Ethan. That's his only personality trait. So that's just Walking Dead. Who's that? Oh. oh. <laughs> so yeah, Nubs, what you got for us? All right, so today um, we're going to start this episode episode with is our initial Spider-Man No Way Home reviews, our thoughts, and our ratings. Um, I guess since I'm introducing it, I'll go first. Spider-Man No Way Home, man. Um, oh. So good. There's a lot, of, a lot of things I could say about the movie. Um, let me be honest with you. 10 out of 10, best MCU film. Yeah. Um, but I will I will say this, and I, we can get we can dive more into this in a second. Upon upon a second rewatch, still amazing, but um, very normal Marvel movie, like Marvel formula, basic plot, a lot of plot holes, mm-hmm. um, and I I. I, I, I Uh, unlike something else I'm going to get mad at later in the show, um, the film relies purely on nostalgia, but it works. But it works, and it's good. Um, so, yeah, 10 out of 10. Obviously, as we get more into it, I'll talk about it. But, um, 
my wife, who does not like those movies, loved it. So, I mean. That's an absolute win right there. It did its job. It did its job, in my opinion. I guess, Ethan, you can go next. You're raising your hand. Oh, uh, no. I was, if we were going to talk about plot holes, I found a major one that people are starting to pick up on now. In No Way Home? In No Way Home. It's how does Electro, how does Electro uh, know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? When he never knew an amazing Spider-Man. That's true. I've seen that too, but uh, I didn't even think about that. I just kind of. So the argument that I've seen that like supports Electro knowing was that um, through Harry he he knew and yeah and obviously like obviously it's, a, it's they're trying to revive um, an universe. old stupid plot from Amazing Spider-Man Two, but I mean like. I'm pretty sure probably just Harry. I mean, you can explain away that bigger than I think you can. Um, the obvious one, which is, hey, just like shut up for five minutes and your problem is fixed. Like in the beginning when during the spell. So my that was my biggest issue with the movie. You know how he, there's that part where he's like, he's like, um, you know, oh, I want them to know, I want them to know, I want them to know. And that obviously screws it up. Dude, just like get him to make MJ know and then she can just be like hey no here's like here's the situation because you you live in a world where there's a guy with a hammer from space and it would be a weird thing to be like hey Aunt May um, an actor lied about Peter and that's the situation I feel like if, if one person knows his problem is fixed yeah. because trying to overcomplicate it yeah because like now here in a second I'll, I'll talk about my reason I'm okay with that but I think it is you know it is a plot hole but I mean when you when you're willing to make plot holes for the sake of character I think it's fine and I'll talk about that here in a second but Avery what do you think I think the biggest plot hole in that movie is instead of having people forget that he's Spider-Man why didn't he just have the entire world forget that Mysterio ever existed boom yeah there That'd just go. be too easy, and then we wouldn't have gotten this dope movie. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying. I mean, if Matt Murdock was such a good lawyer, why didn't that fix his problem? Ha. I ha, mean, ha. he did catch a brick. Spoilers. Matt Murdock's in the movie. Yeah, yes. Hold up. To say about spoilers, spoilers if you hadn't seen this movie, brick. you're probably not going to see it. Um, and yeah, if you love movies, you've seen it. And if you love movies, you're probably listening to this podcast. So, not spoilers. The movie's been out for... What feel, it feels like forever, while. but it hadn't been forever. It's been, what, three weeks? Yeah, but if you love movies, you've already seen the movie, so it's not a spoiler, yeah. surely. Yeah. Cole, what do you think? Dude, absolutely loved it. Uh, I watched it a second time, too. I do kind of agree with what you said. Like, it loses that just, you know, what's the word? Like, surprise and excitement. I mean, it's still a great movie. I mean, I still had chills, you know, when Toby and Andrew walked on and everything, but... It's definitely like that first time theater experience is just one of those moments that I'll remember for the rest <laughs> of my life. Much like, you know, we had with Endgame and some yeah. of the Star Wars movies. But it's definitely a movie that I will still always enjoy. Everyone killed it. And this is even me, like, you my guys might be surprised. I think, I still think Toby's the best Spider-Man. Just my opinion. But I think Andrew was the best in that movie. Andrew absolutely killed it. Andrew- I think every scene he was in was like... Incredible. Andrew I'm proved that he didn't suck as a Spider-Man. It just was bad writing yeah. for his movies. I mean, we all know why he acted his butt off, right? Because Sony was like, listen, if fans love you still, you're going to get through. You get whatever contract you want. Yeah. And he was like, all right, I'm back. So. Yeah, but 
we loved his Spider-Man anyways, right? I mean, yeah. I did. I did. I too. mean, I know the movies weren't great, but I did enjoy Andrew Garfield. I think I can. Movies. I think I can argue as to why they're genuinely like even the second one is a good movie, like good Spider-Man movie. But like, I can understand it's and like it's not good. Yeah. But I mean, well, I'm look at the understand. issue was never really him. No, yeah, it was never I mean, him. If Andrew you, kills it. If you look at all the other Spider-Man movies we did get. Um, even including the Spider-Verse. I mean, we were just spoiled with good Spider-Man movies. So you go watch the two amazing Spider-Man movies, and you're like, man, those really aren't great. They're fun to watch, but but they could have definitely done better. Well, me and Avery still agree that, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 2 does get a lot of hate, but I think we still enjoy to watch it. You know, uh, we like Jamie Foxx. I was on the front lines defending that movie. I've always been defending that movie. Uh Yeah, that's, that's oh, good. It, because, you know, so okay, Roll credit. before you get, before you say your piece, Landon, about the movie, do you think this movie would have worked had we not gotten into the Spider Verse? Like, or do you think Into the Spider Verse set a precedent for fans to be able to to watch, you know, six Spider Man on film and be like? Or on screen and be like, this works. This works. Yeah. Independent stories, but all of them developed. Like, do you think? Do you think we could have gotten this without Into the Spider Verse, or do you think Into the Spider Verse proved that like Sony has a crossover idea in their heads? Um, do you want me? I'll go first. Uh, so I think it's kind of either or, right? Um, you you know Marvel was planning something big after this anyways and um you know into the spider-verse proved that yeah we can have multiple spider-man in the movie it can be a good movie because I, I i think i can speak for everyone here everyone loves spider-verse uh, it's absolutely phenomenal and marvel's gonna marvel's gonna marvel right they're gonna come up with a big intricate thing that they want to do kevin without, feige's gonna kevin feige yeah exactly i mean we're gonna we probably get a movie like this anyways um, but I think Spider-Verse was like, hey, that had a lot of success. Let's do it in the Marvel or in the MCU. It'll have a lot of success. And we bring back old characters who the fans don't love anyways, and we can make it work that way. Yeah. And, you know, we all have our thoughts about Sony. Um, I think we all do. But they did do a great job with Into the Spider-Verse, and it, I think it kind of played into how good No Way Home could be with... Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. What did you think about the movie? I loved it. I mean, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you see... I mean, I you can ask Cole, you can ask Avery. I love Homecoming. Homecoming's still one of my favorite MCU movies. Um, you get a Spider-Man movie without, you know... You get a new Spider-Man without bringing back the old um, origin story that we didn't need to see again. And then, you know, seeing... Um, kind of his character grow throughout the MCU and then you get this movie where you you know I still love Tobey Maguire I still love Andrew Garfield uh it's just nice to see them all back um as I think about it as I you know hear what y'all said about the movie I agree it is the same you know it's the same thing but like unlike another movie we're going to talk about later the nostalgia works here and it's beautiful and it's just a fun movie overall you know I want to see Just because you, uh, yeah. just because you said it, I'm, I'm going to see where Homecoming ranks on my MCU list. Okay, it's number fourteen. 
No, but, I mean, I, that's out of 27, so I mean, that's yeah. not... I mean, a lot of people, I, I think it was just um, Spider... I, I still love Spider-Man. One of the first movies I watched as a kid that I remember was the first Spider-Man yeah, with Tobey Maguire. And, you know, Spider-Man is just one of my favorite superheroes, so to see him in the MCU... Yeah, I think, I think it was better than Far From Home. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Which I still love Far From Home. But. And I want to piggyback off something you said. You said we didn't really get in... Like, you know, the same old origin story like yeah. we normally get. But if you think about it, this whole trilogy was his origin story. Yeah. Like, it was all leading up. And then, like, I, that really clicked for me in the last scene, you know, when he's in his apartment yeah. or whatever. That's like, boom. That that Everything we just experienced over these last few years was his, yeah. you know, yeah. origin story told in a different way. And we didn't even realize it. So I, I thought um, that was crazy. So, going back, going back to the plot hole of, you know, oh, the character, um, I want, I want these people to know, yada, yada, yada. So I think obviously that is a plot hole. Obviously it's weird that he's like, Oh, this, this, this is this. But, um, I think that one thing about Peter Parker that people don't really think about is that he's objectively a good person. Like his goodness is what drives his character. And so it makes sense that the 17 year old kid who's on top of the world, he has everybody that, you know, everyone he loves knows. And yeah, the whole world knows. And he's dating Zendaya. So that's true. Good for him. But, um, you know, in that moment, he's like, he's a kid and he's like, Hey, I need to, I need the whole world to forget. Why didn't they need to forget so that his girlfriend and best friend can get into college, but he's allowed to be selfish every now and then. And then he goes, Oh wait, MJ, she might even be, might not even be my girlfriend. Yeah. You know, I want her to remember. What about yeah. Ned? What about May? And it's like, I think that that is because of his goodness as a person and not just like stupidity. And, and anyone who says that like, Dr. Strange would not cast that spell does not know the character. Yeah, exactly. And to piggyback off what you said, the dude, Spider-Man is young. He's a kid. Yeah. And if people forget that, you need to remember because, I mean, as a kid, if everyone in the world just found out you were Spider-Man, you'd probably be a little stressed out too, right? And, you well, know, he's trying I mean, to get... I am, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm stressed out now, and I, I'm not a superhero. I'm a lame who is doing the movie podcast. <laughs> so, um, no, nah, it, it's, it's awesome, uh, the movie as a whole, and I know that we still think... I mean, our theater was great. I think y'all can awesome, agree. Yeah. Theater was great. Out. Yeah. Everybody's cheering. I mean, before the movie even started, People the guys in front yeah. of us, yeah. and they walked in, they're like, let's give it up for Spider-Man. Yeah. And like, we were all cheering. But yeah, no, I think all of us can agree. I mean, for me personally, that was that was a 10 out of 10. I, I w- want to bring back what you said about will we not get this movie without the Spider-Verse. I think not only without the Spider-Verse, we wouldn't get this movie. I think with... WandaVision and Loki and those shows. I think without those, yeah. we don't get that movie because that kind of set up Marvel, you know, introducing um, Quicksilver when, I mean, ultimately it wasn't him, but yeah. reintroducing him, Marvel saw the hype behind that. Gets us excited. And just then Loki, dumps. Yeah. Loki on the, the last episode. Kang's talking about breaking open the multiverse. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I think... All the, the hype sh- around that just really helped been, Marvel yeah. see, yeah. They've been hey, teasing we can it do for this. us all year. Yeah. They've been teasing they finally it finally did it. I think the show... I think the shows, like you said, I think the shows, they... They, they, took, it, they took time to see, okay, do the fans like this? 
this is a concept that we want to see moving forward. Um, and it worked. I mean, it worked in Loki. It worked. Um, obviously, WandaVision wasn't big multiverse. Like, it wasn't explicitly saying multiverse. But if you know comics, you know that she's a character it, yeah. that can break open reality. So you kind of were like, okay, yeah, this is happening. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Loki, you know, Loki set, you know, set it up well. Um, and uh, kind of what if, too. Yeah, what if, too. Yeah, especially when you realize that what if is canon. Yeah. And like, what if is, like, legit. Ethan, do you have anything to say? I gotta back it up. Um, Ethan, do you have anything to say? No. Okay. Avery's making faces over here. Sorry, we don't have a video to show you. Um, I'm sure you guys have already seen this, but this is a side note to the movie part. Um, for those of you who are fans of college football and college baseball, um, John Rice Plumley has entered the transfer portal. Oh, so sorry, Ole Miss fans. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it for you. Interesting. Just a little sidebar. Interesting. Okay. Um, we'll get back to that. Hey, hey, we'll keep that. Yeah, we'll keep that. <laughs> My um, dogs episode three. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I'm glad that because um, I was scared that you know we get all this hype. You know, we see Toby and Andrew on set. Yada yada yada. But I think some of us deep down kind of got nervous. Like, are they going to be a big part? Are just going to be a little tease? Because we saw what WandaVision did with Quicksilver. Uh, at least me anyways, I got a little nervous. Because if you ask these two in here, I got really upset when I found out Quicksilver was just a, not even important. It was a boner yeah. joke. It was literally a boner, a boner joke. joke. And I got really, and Nubs can tell you because I've branded the Nubs about it. That I thought it was, you know, too safe and they should have done more. But uh, seeing how it kind of got his hype for this movie and how it was kind of like a relief like man they did a really good job with this movie um, you know what's funny is like wandavision so i will say wandavision genuinely did not live up to the hype um especially I'll agree, I'll but we were kind of we were all kind of idiots for setting ourselves we up for, we stepped way too far especially we with like Richards. reed richards and then like well i mean it made sense that made sense but, that but, made, but we, we're Mephisto. gonna do that as marvel fans we're gonna we do are. that we were reaching we're gonna do that when you got fans that do that you know you got something special over there at marvel i was just really happy that a lot of the things that i like i was sitting watching loki and i was like i think this is what's going on i was really happy because like the you there was never like never um, any inkling of reasoning for people to believe that Kang was the main villain, but then they were like, "Oh, I think it's Kane. I think it's him." And then they opened the door, and it was Jonathan Majors. And I was like, "They, it actually what? Like it? It? Holy crap! Like it's awesome. Yeah, they did such a good job. I they will did. say after, and I'm gonna say after one division, they did such a good job. Uh, so I mean, if you if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I will was not a fan of WandaVision. Yeah, um, and if you talk yeah, if you talk to me or Nubs about it, we were kinda disappointed. I think it was safe to say. I think it was a one of the bigger L's Marvel's had in a while. Um don't get Nubs. I liked Eternals. Eternals. It was a good movie. Not, hey, that's not this podcast. We'll we'll discuss it later. <laughs> that is this podcast. We're talking about movies. <laughs> okay. I got one thing to say, and um, during Spider-Man No Way Home, when they're trying to cast a spell to send all the villains back to their main reality, mm-hmm. 
you saw the the sky and it was purple bringing everybody that knew peter parker yes well that also it had like a little light fixture that reached out for like half a second and that also looked like a scene from loki when it's with Kang in the room, you looked outside and the uh, realities were reaching apart. Yeah. And he says, I don't know how far this goes. I think that was like that moment. Well, I mean, obviously, um, you know, obviously WandaVision, you know, when the multiverse opens in WandaVision, it does not happen at the same time as Spider-Man. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. But I mean... You can make an argument that Loki technically is happening outside of time. You don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's I like heard. a whole different time. Even though I it technically it is like a day after Endgame, um, you can make an argument that you have no idea when it's happening. But also, did you did you see um, did you see the thing? You know, big a big issue people had was that villains were going back to like when when they were pulled from their respective universes and technically speaking if you don't think about it um that means doc ock goes back to spider-man to a good guy is never evil um because remember he says i came over when i had him in my hand so it yeah. was that scene in spider-man 2 where he's choking him yeah. um and then he just goes back and he's good again well if you look at the branches in loki so when there's the you know there's the main timeline and then there's branches coming off that but then there's branches off of branches so i would not be surprised if these villains go back to branched realities from the realities of those original movies so spider-man 2 still happened the way it happened but there is that means there is a branch timeline where doc ock all of a sudden is randomly good um and the multiverse and, is wild, bro. Yeah. We can talk about this for. I mean, days. there's multiple <laughs> McGuire's. There's multiple Andrew branches. Now there's an Andrew branch where the lizard is a good guy. Um, and there's a, now there's a branch where you know Electra. Captain Stacy probably is alive. Which I wonder this: if anyone knows their comics, they know the story of Gwen of Spider Gwen is Peter um, becomes the lizard. And then he dies, and that's her like big hero moment. I wonder because if the lizard goes back, because I assume the lizard came over um, pre Captain Stacy's death in, in terms of when he came to the MCU. And so if he goes back a good guy, that means that Captain Stacy, there's a branch timeline where Captain Stacy survives. And because of that, I think Gwen would also survive. Because if he's alive, he's not letting her anywhere near Peter, or much less Peter and Gwen. He doesn't know he's he's, he's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So could that breathe the branched reality where Spider Gwen happens? Lots of questions. Um, to answer your question, yes. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So the only one, the only one I think stays unaffected is Sandman yeah. because when he got to the MCU he was helping Peter yeah. so yep. so that means he came from a universe where he's already a good guy and so that means Spider-Man 3 was unaffected but so that so there's at least one branch reality there's two branch realities for Toby actually there's one where um, Willem Dafoe is a good guy mm-hmm. and Spider-Man 1 and so like his whole universe takes another 
another another track or whatever. Um, and there's another one where Doc Ock is good, yeah. which I don't know. Just being a fan and like and just enjoying speculating, um, I wonder if either of those Tobys becomes Peter B. Parker. The next podcast from. Uh, Frontline film will be a Marvel Theory Yeah, podcast, right. and we'll talk about all right, this for hours so and hours. That for days. Can we all yeah. agree Spider-Man was good? 10 out yeah, of 10. Absolutely. Yeah, 10 out of 10. We so, sure can. We sure absolutely. can. Moving on. Matrix Resurrections. We want to talk about revived franchises or, in my opinion, attempted revivals. Um, Matrix Resurrections, obviously, is the sequel to the third Matrix film, um, the Matrix Trilogy, which began in 1999. Directed by the Wachowski brothers, who are now transgender, and it was directed by Lana Wachowski. Um, did you not know that, Cole? Did not know that, no. Yeah, so Lana Wachowski, that? she directed Matrix Resurrections. I knew that. She was one of the Wachowski brothers, brothers. who directed Matrix, but now they're both transgender. Nice. Um, Interesting. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know the other one's name. Fun facts with nubs. But they didn't return. What, regardless, Matrix Resurrections is a 20-year sequel basic plot for those who haven't seen it um it is set in matrix time 20 years after um in real world time about 60 years yeah um neo is thomas anderson again he's a game developer who developed this um really famous game back in the day called the matrix it changed um technology forever and now his parent studio warner brothers um, once a sequel to the Matrix game, um, and very meta concept. Very that just didn't really very meta concept. Um, like, and so now he's on this journey sense. again to rediscover himself as the chosen one. It's kind of a reboot, but at the same time, it uh, is a definite sequel. Um, Ethan, all, what are your thoughts? I know you watched it. You see, I I know the movie wasn't what everyone was hyping it up to be. It was definitely. A revival to bring back to a better story next movie. Better stories a stretch. It was they planted him making the past movies as a game of a memory. His memory is a game. So he's taking all these. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just think it was good. I think it was a good concept. I don't really like how what you were telling me a few days ago. Was that you think there's this movie like set up? Another one, yeah, but I just genuinely don't know if they're gonna do another they're one. They're not gonna make Trinity like Neo. And I mean, not brother. Do with it. I mean, brother. Sing two beat at the box office. It did, <laughs> Dude, bro. Don't be hating on Sing two. The first well, one slapped. To be fair, most people watch it on HBO. I mean, I did both. That is true. I, I watch it on HBO. I just watch it on HBO. I didn't go to the movies to watch Matrix. I was safe. I did because I wanted to see. I want to see it on the big screen. Yeah, I did too. Wasn't well, worth it. Um, um, can I say something about this? Yeah, movie you real go. Quick? We, we uh, me, Nubs mentioned it too. Nostalgia is great, but there is a thing is too much nostalgia, and this movie shoved it, it down my throat. Work here. It does shoved not work. It down my throat. Yep. I was genuinely like, I was really excited for this movie. I love the original Matrix trilogy. Whoa. I think they're masterpieces. Keanu Reeves is an absolute. Keanu Reeves is unit. lit. The, Harry yeah, Moss the, is good. Lawrence oh, Fishburne in the original. What are we going to do about Neil Patrick Harris? As Neil the Patrick Harris sucked. Oh my god. See, he's not a villain. No. I thought he was. I thought he was one of the. 
I thought he was one of the better actors in it. Well, um, he was a good maybe. actor, but he is it not doesn't matter about acting. You know who murdered it was the new Agent Smith. Dude, yeah. He yes. was yes. Okay. a he was good, good actor. Jonathan Groff. What else has he been in? Frozen. He is Kristoff in Frozen, and he's in Mindhunter. That's my dude. Never Love seen Mindhunter. He's in Hamilton? Yeah, no, he plays King George, or King the King in Hamilton. I don't know if it's Jonathan Groff is awesome. World. I'm a we're copyrighted stuff. We we stand Jonathan Groff around here. Me and Avery do for sure. He was an American sniper. Okay, I didn't know that. That was Jonathan Groff that played Agent Smith, the new Agent Smith or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I got so yeah. hyped when I heard him yelling, Mr. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Again. Okay. So to be fair, I haven't I haven't seen Mindhunter. Um, Mindhunter's amazing. I've seen Hamilton, but I mean, like, I don't recognize anybody except for uh, Leslie Odom and Man Lindenwell. Yeah, but um, I, I, is my hunter good? Is what fan? My hunter. That's like Manning's favorite show of all time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um, Mind hunter. I'll, actually, again, I'll watch it. Is it on Netflix? Yes. Um, there's two seasons. I don't know if they're doing the third one. I'll give it a watch. Ski. Fantastic. Um, yeah, but this was one of those movies where I genuinely was sitting on the couch. Now probably doesn't help that I was, and I was like, dude, I really want to get up and not watch this movie anymore. There were I had, to, I had that, to get up and like. So I was I was sick. I had COVID when it came out. Um, and I was working from home, and I had finished my work for the day. Um, it, about an hour in, it got so bad. I yeah. decided to start on my work for the next day. Yeah. And then when I was like, you know what, I want to work a whole day, and the next day, yeah. I went back and um, so started my work again. Kind of my thoughts on this one was, you know, in Spider Man, we we got the nostalgia. We got Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and we stood up and clapped. But it wasn't shoved down our throat this to the one extent that it was, was in Matrix. It didn't have one moment of nostalgia. It just kept doing it the whole movie. Yeah. And like I'm the like, whole it showed us clips of the old movie. Yeah, and I'm had, like, I, yeah. do, I don't care anymore. Like it show us Trinity, and then show us Trinity back in. So the, the second. So the first, the first clip, the first part of the movie when you know they're back in time or whatever. Um, I thought that was gonna kind of be you know it for watching the old movie. No, and no, I don't. I don't think they were back in time. I thought they were the rescuing beginning. Morbius from the video game and then bringing him into the real Matrix at the, at the beginning. Yeah, that's well, what that I, was. Yeah. They weren't back that in time. Whatever it was, they were technically in the original Matrix, that's, but yeah. but they were they had Res- encoded yeah. themselves into the video game in the Matrix, and because Morbius had been trapped in that game. Yeah. And that's why um, he wasn't. That's why he was see, an agent. This is just. This is just ridiculous. So I'm that tra- module this isn't the yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of the, my favorite part of that movie, and I just can't think. I of will one. say, hey, the chick who, um, Jessica Hanwick. Yeah, she was in Iron Fist and yep. Defenders, and she played Nymeria Sand in Game of Thrones. Okay, I don't know if she's in Game of Thrones, but yes, Jessica Jessica Hanwick. She got offered what a role she? in Shang Chi. Oh yeah, she got, turned uh, it Jean- down. And Whatever turned it down for the Matrix, which I think is an L. That was uh, a stupid decision because the lady well, that ended hey, up playing that I, character was a terrible actress. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, she'll probably get another. At the end, dude, in the after credit scene where she was like, "We're back," I was like, "No, we're not. We're so not." And back. they're giving her, and they're giving her Disney Plus series about the Ten Rings. Oh, Maybe it won't good. be just about her though. I don't know. I agree with that. Wait, did I miss something right there? What do you mean? Who? You're talking about his, his sister. sister. His sister. Oh. sister. It took she, me a second to catch the, up. Okay, her. the girl that played Bugs in Matrix was supposed to play Shang-Chi's sister. sister. Um, okay. 
but she, okay. she turned it down okay. for the Matrix. Because she hopes that I her actually, arm... Didn't, and I said that was an L on both sides she because hoped, she was in the Matrix and the other chick was a horrendous actress. In Shang-Chi. Yes. The sister, the okay. sister was yeah, not yeah, good I'm following as an you actress. Sorry, that made me mad in the Matrix is Morpheus's clothes change in the movie how everyone's wearing all black and suddenly he's all colorful yeah they made him like this hip dancer but that's also the personality of the guy that played him like the guy that played him what's his name yeah yeah something he's really hard yeah 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 i mean he's a fantastic actor he was black manta he was candy man great amazing actor but he was not i don't think Anyone in that movie was movie. good. Uh, the only people that were good were Jonathan Groff, no Jessica Henwick. I don't even think Henwick. Keanu Reeves was that good in this movie. Do you think? Keanu Reeves, dude, Keanu Reeves was Keanu Reeves. Bro, I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, I guess. Let's be, okay, Wick. let's be honest. Keanu Reeves isn't even, like, a fantastic actor. Good in John Wick, but those movies he are do- phenomenal. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be, exactly. He doesn't have to be. Which is why, like, I love the hype around him coming to the MCU, but, like, I just don't think Keanu can lead a movie like he used to be able to. Yeah, no. Keanu Reeves does not fit Ghost Rider. No. At all. Neither does Norman Reeves. So all the people I'll say that it for are you because I agree with you. All all the people I that like are it. saying, oh my God, Keanu Reeves no. play Ghost Rider. I disagree. Is that his name? And I'm actually going to side with yeah. Ethan. Um, I will say that I do agree with Ethan. Norman Reedus would be a good Ghost Rider. If we have to get anybody. Or just Hello, bring back Gabriel Luna. Yeah, cool shoot. he was amazing. No, nah, bro, just bring back Nick Cage. Nick Cage, I was like, yeah. <laughs> that, Dude, no, that first Ghost Rider slaps. Cage, he didn't want to come back, though. That's the question. No, no, he's doing his own thing. He's um, starting in pig movies now. Like, come on now. Apparently, that, he's doing his own thing. Movies. He's in movies good. about himself. That movie, Pig. Yeah, there's a movie about so Nick Cage coming out where he plays himself. Oh yeah, Wait, <laughs> yeah. Can we rewind to the Pig movie? I haven't heard of. There's this. a movie called Pig. Yeah, it's called Pig. What? Nicholas yeah, Cage. He's really good. At Some it. dude captures his pig and he goes on a killing spree to get oh, his pig Oh, okay. Back. So John Wick. John Wick, but with a pig John and with, with Nick Cage. But it's like a Rotten Tomatoes. We go on all this to say is that Matrix was kind of a letdown. We expected kind a lot, and they really just relied on the old. I mean, movies. it was fun, like visually and stuff, but the story Not was just. Really. Eh. And I will say the final stunt um, of them jumping off. Of them jumping off was or. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It was and real, they did 100% it. real. They did it like 50 oh, times. I didn't know that. Keanu yeah, Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss jumped off that building like 50 times. We love that. Yeah. Even the See, part where she like... that's like Reeves. Even where she like grabs in midair, you know? They did all that. I Avery. On strings. You know one thing about a movie that I don't believe? You guys remember on the first Spider-Man when Tobey like the Maguire... the very first one? Yeah. The very first Spider-Man. Yes. When Tobey Maguire catches MJ and then catches all his stuff on the lunch tray. Yeah, everybody's they said that's like, real. Everybody's saying it's real. It was. I don't believe it no, for it a was. second. It's got, it's got magnets. Apparently, it took like a over 24 hours to do and like a 200 takes. Yeah. Well, so so all like Bully McGuire. all like all like small props in movies have magnets. Um, and so like it did Perfect. help, but at the same time, like he legitimately. Did that as he's holding her? That's pretty cool. Those must be some pretty strong magnets. If you watch it back, you can see the bowl of whatever is on the plate fall off the milk carton and then center itself back onto the milk carton. Well, there you go. That's how grammar works, though. Busted. (laughs) Myth busted. Okay, so Matrix, 
Sam Raimi's a So, okay, now Cole can half. attest to this. When I first saw it, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. You did. I watched it a second time. It's like a solid 6. I watched it a second time maybe. when I could sit down and watch it and only focus on it. And Cole, you said 6. I'm giving it like a 5. Yeah, it's like five, between 5 and 6 for me. Yeah, certified like, what, you, what would you rate? Five and a half. Yeah. Certified. That's because I'm giving like between five and a half and six, like somewhere around there. Certified. Mid. Mid. All right. So mid. speaking of mid. nostalgia mid. not mid. working mid. for something that um, requires it, let's talk about Boba Fett episode one. Oh. I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out the gate. Um, y'all can clown me if you want. Mid, very mid, um, terrible pilot. The worst pilot we've gotten from any of the new Star Wars projects. Um, I, okay, actually have not talked to you about this. I didn't know you thought that. Wow. Yeah. Because uh, I low-key agree with you. It was not good. Um, I think it 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 relied heavily on the fact that you have to like Boba Fett. Um, But, I mean, who doesn't like Boba Fett? That's true, but at the same time, I told Landon this. It felt like, it felt like somebody raised like fifty G's on GoFundMe, and made a Boba Fett fan film. Listen, like I, it was like kind of boring. You said you just flat out didn't really like it. I'm surprised by that. I'm. I will say this. I'm. I will watch it purely because it's Star Wars. Um, I am not looking forward to it. If I if like it got canceled tomorrow and they didn't make any more episodes, I wouldn't feel. I had told them beforehand that I was not near as excited for this one as I was for Mandalorian and some of the other shows like Ahsoka coming out on Obi Wan. But I wasn't just like super hyped for this. Even when they announced it last year at the end of Mandalorian after that crazy finale, I was like, oh, it's gonna be cool. I mean, whatever. But yeah, I, I only I... the only thing that I really enjoyed about it was the part that picks up right after episode six. You know, yeah, and you see him. It, it's it's like actually finally showing on screen what happened to him and how he got out. I thought that part was cool, but the part of like him in the present or the when yeah, when it's, set, when it's yeah. set, yeah, when it's actually set, that part sucked. It was so. Here, here's my thing with it. Um, why it's a nostalgia? It requires you. It requires you to mit, to only like Skywalker era of Star Wars. Um, I don't know. Like, I love Mandalorian. Obviously, I love Ahsoka. I'm excited for Ahsoka. Um, I'm excited for Obi Wan, obviously, because Obi Wan's gonna be limited. Um, and so, but it's also just cool to get him back because the literally the only interesting character of the prequels. Um, you mean to tell me Jar Jar Binks was not interesting to yes. you? Yes. I'm, I think okay. you're forgetting Natalie Portman was in you're the right, original trilogy. But Darth, regardless, Darth I'm excited for Obi Wan, obviously. I'm excited for, I mean, okay, and Darth Maul. He's cool too. Um, I said Darth Jar Jar, but okay, I'll whatever. take that like one. I said Darth Maul. My point, is, is my point is this. My point is this. I love Star Wars with all my heart. You asking, yeah, anybody who knows me, they know that I'm a Star Wars nerd like crazy. Man, I'm just getting tired of this, like, between Return of the Jedi and between Force Awakens era of Star Wars. I'm getting just dog tired of, um, like, like prequel era. I'm getting, like, tired of um, sequel era. I'm like, I'm just getting tired of Star Wars. In general. I think Mandalorian is still good because it does things that are fresh. Um but Boba Fett is literally the whole point of it is like going back 
to what we already know. And I'm just, the only reason I'm excited for Ahsoka um, is because Ahsoka's a good character, genuinely. And there's a chance that it's going to continue, um, continue um, Ezra Bridger from Rebels. Because I, 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 I so, genuinely loved Rebels. Yeah, um, I thought it was an edge of the galaxy that you, I like. If you, I mean, I'm, I'm done with the Skywalker saga. Skywalker's over. Yeah, so, if you haven't watched Rebels, um, I think you need to go watch it because Rebels is, I think, I very. Have not watched it. Here's what I would say for Rebels: see if you can find a season one recap. See if you can find something that yeah. like recap season one and then start at season two. Yeah. Because season one, it is a hundred percent a kids show. It is not Clone War. If you're expecting Clone Wars, it's not. But season two, the back half is some of the darkest, and season three is some of the darkest Star Wars. How many seasons? Is it, uh, you know? Four. Four. Yeah. Who's, um, gosh, what's the blue guy's name? I always forget his name. Which one? Hmm. Not Kanan. Um, the general, Admiral. Akbar. I want to say Tarkin, but it's not Tarkin because Tarkin, Tarkin. You're thinking of Grandma of Tarkin. Yeah, Admiral. Um, he's he's the blue guy. He's the main. What's his freaking name? I haven't seen Rebels in three years. Um, uh, I'll say one quick thing about Boba Fett, and we can kind of kill this conversation. But, um, General Thrawn, he's good. He's a good villain. Um, I think I agree with Tyler on the Skywalker saga because me and Avery know. There is so much stuff in Star Wars that you could go off with that's not related to Star uh, the Skywalker saga. Um, there's just so much stuff you could do, you know, in the High Republic. Dude, I need a High um, Republic yeah, trilogy. We need it now. now. I need it yesterday. We want to see Darth Plagueis. We want to see coming. the only really you would the only thing you would really see is what Emperor Palpatine and uh, Yoda. That'd be it. The only connection you would see. Um, but yeah, High Republic. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, the video game. It's no, still. I was about to say something. No. Oh, uh, so, Outcast. No, no, no. It's called something. Knights of the Old Republic. Let me. Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Knights <laughs> of the Old Republic. Different things. Um, it's still regarded as one of the best Star Wars games, games of all yeah. time. Um, you know what we need. You know what we need. We need Thrasher. Yeah, we do. We do need Thrasher. That's an inside joke. Anyways, all right. I so, will say uh, though, uh, oh. at, at the end of the Star the Star Wars convo, I do think. John Favreau and Dave Filoni need to helm the rest of Star Wars. I think they just do a great. I do job. too. I don't. And here's the thing: I don't think Boba Fett is bad. I'm Compared just getting, to Star Wars, I just don't, it we is don't bad. need it. We don't need it. Doesn't. I don't feel like it's going to do anything because we, meaningful. We yeah. care more about the Mandalorian than we do Boba Fett. Yeah, Mandalorian. But even then, even then, like man, we know how this all ends unless they decide to decanonize the sequels. But I mean, like. We know where all this is headed. I'm just like, give me some new stuff. Yeah, I'm like, if you're gonna put, bring up something like this, do it after episode nine. And that's the thing with Ahsoka too. Like General Thawne is one of those characters that like his hand reaches over the whole galaxy, and whenever he's on screen, you're sitting there wondering, is this gonna, is this guy gonna like, is he gonna do some damage? But if we get Ahsoka that is set pre Force Awakens, or even at any time, unless it's after Rise of Skywalker. We know how this all ends. Yeah, yeah because they kind of do the, uh, you know, we jump in between, you know, Star Wars, Clone Wars. We knew where that was going. Um, it sucks uh, that we knew. and But the difference between Clone Wars kind of, uh, um, that it was a beautiful ending. 
And I I think Book of Boba Fett definitely has potential to pick up as much as you guys think it's just going to be this, that, and the other. No, I think it'll pick up. Of, I, I think, just don't think the banning was good. I think it'll it'll be good as it goes through like the whole story of Boba yeah, Fett's rise like, yeah. as the crime lord in the galaxy. Oh, we definitely don't know what's happening. And, we definitely yeah. there's going to be it something. It could pick up and, and be incredible, but yeah. the, so far off that first episode, it was there's going to be something. Star and Wars. Also, I mean, crazy. let's be honest. The Star Wars Clone Wars final season had those two episodes where we didn't care for. Yeah. So I mean, we've seen this before. Yeah. So, yeah the, there's been women yeah. that's what he's talking yeah. about yeah. yeah I think also no the middle so far as far as Star Wars movies goes one of the biggest wasted potential that we've seen is The Force Unleashed oh yeah we did get those video games Star but Killer there's, nuts there's the so much more story that you could tell with that yeah, those so, characters yeah. and although it's not considered canon I mean who cares if, if they're gonna do Star Killer movies. if they're gonna do Star Killer I would be fine with bringing him in because he's a good character. Great character. But do it either long before the prequels long or a few years after it. Rise of Skywalker. I agree. You just can't. You can't do the the Darth Vader well, story. Well, the thing the thing about that though is, since it's not considered canon, sure Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine are all included into it. But you could take it and run with it because they're not the they're whole storyline. They're not spending millions of dollars on a movie that's not canon. I just don't I think do it. that they should. I think they should do I think they should look at the success of what if and do a butt ton of animated series. They're not gonna do to it. go on No they're not because they to go suck. on the animated series of Star Wars. What was that one called? Visions? Yeah. I was not a fan. I like some of them but as a whole It depends on the animation style. Some of the animation if you, styles were because really you know uh, I haven't watched it yet. If you watch any anime at all, which I've watched a little bit of Attack on Titan, sue me. Uh, if you like some of the anime, you would definitely like Visions. It just depends on your kind of style. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of our unique styles, we're going to knock this out very quickly. Um, what we're going to do is each of us are going to do our top 10 movies of 2021, and then we're going to do our most anticipated movies of 2022. Um, I will. I guess I'll go first. And if you think anyone has some hot, I right, can I can I can I do some real quick? Yeah. Can we all agree that Spider Man No Way Home is probably at the top of all these lists? So just don't do Spider Man No Way Home. It's number one for me, and I know it is for Cole, and I know it is for Avery. It's um, number one for me too. Okay, is it number one? Okay, okay so I'm still gonna. I'm just looking at really, hey, number one. Okay, so go ahead, do all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Hey podcast. One. Hey podcast. Fun fact: Spider Man No Way Home is all our number one. You you are like clipping right now. Sorry, it's okay. I forgive you. And if and if you disagree or have any hot takes with people's opinions, let's let's hear them. Yeah. All right. So my top ten twenty twenty one movies. Um, but what I'm going to do first, I'm going to do something funny. I'm going to do honorable mentions. So these are movies okay. that did not make the top okay. ten list, but I think were phenomenal movies in twenty twenty one. But for me, they just they didn't do it for me enough. Um, honorable mentions. Cole's going to kill me. An uh, honorable mention number one, Last Night in Soho. Um, Why would I kill you? I thought you liked that movie. How many I are we doing? I loved that movie. But How I'm many, saying it's not my top ten. How oh. many are we doing? Honorable mentions. I, I'll, I'll just I'll name them off real quick. Uh, honorable mentions, Last Night in Soho, The Green Knight, Sing 2, Licorice Pizza, The Last Duel. You saw Sing 2? Yeah. You saw um, Licorice Pizza? Yeah, it was good. Lic- I've I heard did. Licorice Pizza is like really good. It was, dude, know. it's... 
One of the best coming age movies I've seen in a while. Nice. Um, in theaters. Oh, did you saw it in theaters? Yeah, I went. I did like a double. Um, Fun. They was whatever. All right, so top ten. Number ten. Don't look up. One of the funniest comedies I've seen in a while. Directed by Adam McKay, who did uh, Other Guys, Step Brothers, Anchorman. Um, Landon and Avery disagree with that one. That's fine. That's Say fine. Ethan That's okay. Too, because I disagree. No, he was easily one of the worst that I've seen this year. That's fine because you're going to disagree with number nine, Army of the Dead. That movie slapped. Didn't watch it. I forgot that came out. Actually, didn't watch it. Didn't even finish it. That's fine. Army of the Dead, loved it. Uh, Zack Snyder. I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it. I finished that movie, loved it, but I still don't agree that it's really good. I do respect it. Okay, that's fun. All right, number eight, old in that Shyamalan Dude, back. I forgot that came out. Brought it with a punch. One of the greatest plot twists I've seen in movies. And old. Yes. Yeah, dude, so, good. so good. Did you ever see it? Wow. Number seven. Awesome. Go watch it. Okay, so this really gets, list gets hard. Number seven through four, they all got yeah. shifted around. Yeah, me too. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna go number seven uh, is Free Guy. Um, made me laugh. Really good time. Had a lot of heart. Um, I thought it was amazing, but what made me laugh even more, which is why I think I put it at number six, was the Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad is number six. That's kind of low. I yeah. Well, you're gonna hear the top five, and you're yeah. you're gonna be like, okay, I get it. Um, Suicide Squad, I have not laughed harder. I, I, that's the hardest I've laughed time. all year at a movie. I think it's so funny. I thought there was a lot of good comedy this movie. I'm this so year. excited for Peacemaker, dude. Oh, dude, it's, it's gonna so be so good. Yeah, good. Did you see the Red Band trailer the other yeah, day? So funny. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. John Cena. I used to think he was the stupidest actor. No, dude, that, that man. Dude, that dude's really good. He's a genius. He's committing time. He's phenomenal. Hey, he's got all this stuff. Man, WWE, all that training. Yeah, they trained right? him well. All right, so top number there. five. Um, we're in the top five. These are my top five movies of the year. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. In a pandemic year, a we year in my opinion. bangers. I thought the pandemic was kind of worse this year than 2020. Um, this year sucked. But man, we got some good movies this year. We were lucky. All right, number five, No Time to Die. Banger. Um, the conclusive ending to Daniel Craig's James Bond. Um, the first time. The first time I've. No one's it the first time. I cried harder in Spider Man, but I, I cried in No Time to Die. That movie was um, sad. It was sad. The ending, but. A perfect ending um, for Daniel Craig's James Bond. At number four, a movie that I never thought would exist. I never thought it would happen, even though we're not going to see um, a conclusive mm. ending. Um, still four hours of just stimulation. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, a win for creativity, a win for art, um, and a win for fans who want to see um, a definitive Justice League film. Um, it was amazing. Number three, a movie that I was not excited for, did not know existed until it popped up on my Netflix queue uh, or my Netflix homepage, Tick, Tick, Boom with Andrew Garfield. Dude, okay, I tried watching that movie the other day. Uh-huh. I got like 20 minutes into it. I had to turn it off. If you can if you can get through it, it's good, dude. I love it. Um, it Every made, me, it? made me laugh, made me cry. Um, Andrew Garfield acts his butt off. Dude, I couldn't. Um, I mean, I guess I'll have to try, but I literally, like, I turned it off. I couldn't. I love it. But maybe, maybe it picks up. All right, number two, a movie that I was not excited for, but I told myself that I would see, um, and then I saw it and blew my socks off. Um, one of the greatest character 
uh, exposés I've ever I've seen in a long time. Um, one of the most visually pleasing movies I've ever seen in my entire life, and that is Dune by uh, Dennis Villeneuve, or however you say his last name. Extraordinary film. Hmm? Extraordinary. Extraordinary. I did not have to be as good as it was. Exactly. Um, yeah. I won't lie. I watched it at midnight, so I was a little drowsy. I fell asleep for a second, but that's not that's not because of the movie. I watched it again, killed it. Um, but yeah, number one, Spider-Man. Um, should I go ahead and do 2022 Anticipated? Yeah, you can go ahead and say what you're excited for, I guess. Okay, yeah. so I'm just going to name them off. I'm not going to dive into detail about them, but I have, a, I have a, quite a few. Uh, 2022 is going to have a lot of good movies. Obviously, Thor 4, uh, Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2. Um, not, I'm just excited to see how they handle that situation. Morbius, uh, Across the Spider-Verse, Part 1, Uncharted, The Batman, Sonic 2, um, Doctor Strange 2, obviously. Sonic 2 is going to be so good. So I could just, I could just so feel good. it. I can feel it. You don't, you, what did you say? Um, you can't handle my power. I don't need it. <laughs> Uh, Doctor Strange 2, obviously. Top Gun Maverick. Um, Black Adam. Aquaman 2. Mission Impossible 7. Um, and the only reason I'm excited for it is because I want to see how bad they screw it up. The Flash. Um, and then I would... You know what? You guys are going to clown me for this. But my most anticipated movie of 2022 is Pixar's Lightyear. Um, no, I'm not clowning. Yeah. That looks awesome. I mean, among, among all that's coming yeah. out next year... Um, dude, grew up a Toy Story fan. Um, been watching Toy Story since I was in diapers. Always loved Buzz Lightyear. Um, it, you know, it's gonna be good. I'm so excited. Chris Evans is gonna kill it. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that was my list, guys. Who's next? Who's next? You want, I can go. Yeah. Um, I'll give all three of my honorable mentions, and two of them were in Tyler's top ten. Uh, free guy. Um. And then we'll do Cherry. Cherry's an honorable mention. That was an honor. Free Guy was your honorable? Yeah. Um, I'm excited to hear your list. Um, And then Justice League was in my honorable mention. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm so- I know this is opinionated. He's got a good top ten. Though. I'm excited opinion. to hear your list. Okay, so <laughs> fun fact. Uh, number ten is the one we saw tonight. Uh, the Kingsman. How it how it. I'm weaved. sure that would have made my top ten if I would have seen it. The Kingsman so was really you, good. If you are a historical buff like me, I'm a nerd. I've seen every World War documentary that they have out there. I can tell you my top three of those. Um, this one did it unbelievably good. Beautiful fight sequences. Beautiful camera work. Uh, just amazing Genuinely characters. surprising movie, too. Oh, yeah. It was very surprising. Uh, if you like Kingsman, then this is a good one for you. If you uh, like history, then this is a great one for and you. And then you said Rasputin was the guy who played who? Uh, the guy played Lizard. And, Riz uh, Ivan. Yeah, Riz, Riz, however you yeah. say his name. Good uh, actor. Number yeah. nine is No Time Riz to Tom Die. Thing. I mean, that has to be in the top ten. James Bond, send-off, Daniel Craig. Absolutely amazing James Bond. Um, sad to see him go, uh, but I know they'll find a good one to replace him. But it's still sad to see Daniel Craig because I love Daniel That's Craig. number nine? Just yes. listen. Landon, I'm so interested. Uh, number eight <laughs> is Black Widow. Um, even though... Uh, so... Tyler's going to disagree with me. I think Eternals at times was beautiful. At times was kind of a letdown. Uh, I think Black Widow was fun the whole way through. Um, it was a story I didn't know I needed. Um, it was a little origin, or not really origin, but kind of something that uh, filled in the gap, something I really like to watch. And then Florence Pugh was in the movie, and that makes it 150,000 times better. Yeah, I think I would have said the same. I think I would have said that about Eternals. Amen, sister. And then... Eternals about so um we can talk about Eternals later. Go ahead, Ethan. Oh, no, I was just oh okay. Um, and number seven is A Quiet Place Part Two. 
Um, I loved. I forgot about that. So, that was this year. So I loved the first one. Absolutely one of my uh, favorite films from the year it came out. Mm-hmm. This one was just as good. Uh, great storyline. I mean, the acting by John Krasinski and Emily or uh, Emily Blunt and the two. What are the two kids' names? I don't know the kids' names in real life, but Killian Murphy in this one. Uh, man. Yeah, Killian Murphy and Digimon. Uh, Digimon's. How do you say his name? Digimon. Hinsu. Yeah, Something like I, don't, that. I don't know his name, but if, it's the guy man. from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's Captain in a lot Marvel. of stuff. He's, he's just a, that a guy. Kingsman. He was uh, in Kingsman. <laughs> um, I really did like A Quiet Place. It's just one of those movies uh, that feels like horror sometimes, but other times just, I mean, it's just a great movie. I've yeah, so I'm going to be honest with you. That was on my top five from the first the half of the year, yeah. um, but dude, there were so many yeah. Yeah, good no, movies that in the came back out I just, I could. It was at the top of my list at the beginning, and it wasn't moving its way down. Um yeah, number, I forgot about it. Yeah, um, uh, you had this one number two. I have a number six. Is Dune? Uh, I fa- that, fantastic yeah. movie. I mean, dude, it, it, I love Star Wars. This one made me want a whole Dune franchise, and um, it's just really, really, really good. I, I want to go back and watch it again and again and again. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is amazing. Uh, Oscar Isaac's amazing. Uh, Zendaya, even with the little part, you know, she's good. You like to have her hype you up, but yeah. Did you hear what Shalom said the other day? Uh-uh. He was being interviewed uh, for the French Dispatch, and they were asking about Dune, and he said, I'll do it as long as they want me to. Oh, uh, please. Uh, I, I, would I need movie. 10 Dunes. Yeah. Uh, number five uh, was not on your list. Uh, Riot and the Last Dragon was absolutely extraordinary. It was, um, you know, you have Moana, you have Frozen, you have movies like that who, who have the music. This one was just as beautiful. I would put it up there better than Moana, better than Frozen, and it has no music. Is it free yet? Yes. Yeah, it's on Disney+. Yes. Plus. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, I watched so I'll it watch time, it. Three watch or four it. times already. It is unbelievably good. Y'all finally watched it, right? I'm a kid right? at heart. Yeah. I'm a kid at heart. I teared up when I first saw it. It's just really, really good. hella emotional. I'll watch it. I'll yeah. watch Number it. Number four is Shang-Chi. Um, my yeah. favorite Marvel movie from this year, I think. Yeah. Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man besides, definitely came besides out. Besides Spider-Man. Um, this one's my favorite Marvel movie besides Spider-Man. I thought it was an interesting character. One I was really excited for when they announced it. Um, Simu Liu is awesome. I love him. Such a good actor. I'm so excited to see what they do with him. Uh, number three is The Suicide Squad. Um, how can you not love this movie? You touched on everything. Everybody was amazing in that movie. And when they did that at the beginning, it blew my mind. On it, oh, yeah. Like the, yeah, the first beach scene. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, oh, it blew okay. my mind. I get it. Uh, number two. What did he say? Blew my he mind. Said it, he said it, it blew, blew his mind. mind. That's funny. You get it. Um, I understood that reference. Number two is In the Heights. Uh, just, I mean, dude, if you want to feel good, go watch that movie. Uh, the music is amazing. <laughs> what? I hated In the Heights. I'm sorry. What's happening? <laughs> it's okay. Teach their own. What's happening? He said he hated it. Oh, you did. I just, I just, it oh, didn't okay. do it for me. Okay. I think um, West Side Story, while still not like an amazing movie, mm-hmm. Is what I was looking for from In the Heights. Did you see West Side Story? I did. I um. I'll talk to you about it after this podcast. I pirated it. Nice. That's illegal. You could go to jail for that. We bleeped that on the podcast, so you didn't even hear what he said. Um, oh, they're gonna know what I said. <laughs> uh, In the Heights, I just really did like the whole story. Um, I hadn't seen the play before that. Um, the music was awesome. Me and every singing in the car. And then number one is Spider Man No Way Home. So. Solid list, solid list. I'll go next, and then we'll do Avery and Ethan. Um, So my honorable mentions, I actually didn't write any, but off the top of my head, um, Free Guy, definitely up there. Um, I loved the Mitchells versus the Machines. That's kind of one that went under the radar this year. 
great movie. Incredible. I still haven't finished it. Incredible on, animation style. Uh, F9. I can't leave that out. I'm sorry. I love God. I love Fast and Furious. But uh, Stupidly good. Yeah. Oh, and Red Notice on and Netflix you, was and great. And you make fun of... Hey, I just said I liked F9. And you make fun of Potbelly for liking The Walking Dead when you can't... I'm sorry. So, okay. so Fast, Fast and Furious did you even is see guilty F9? fun. Did you? Even, yes, it's just fun. Walking like fun Dead is not fun at all. Uh, F9 is one of those. Uh, it's, it's got a better story than Fast 9. Family. Do they fight zombies in space? Yes, they do. No, they don't. No, they Anyways. Don't. A, uh, a space... You know, it would be cool. Satellite had zombies dropped from space. space and okay, Cole, what's your list? Call of Duty. Sorry, Man. before I was so rudely interrupted by the, the Walking Dead connoisseur over here. Um, so yeah, those are my honorable mentions. So at number 10, we got Ryan the Last Dragon. As you said, banger movie. I couldn't leave it out of my top 10. Genuinely, like, almost had me in tears. Great movie up there with Moana. Voice acting is probably top 10. Yeah, better. better Who played her? Way better than Frozen. Uh, God. um, The girl, who played Rose? Rose, What's her name? Star Wars. Oh. Kellyanne, Kelly Marie Tran? Kelly Marie Tran. Tran. Uh, And Aquafina. Yeah. Aquafina's in it? Yeah, she plays the dragon. Oh, I'm... Definitely watching that. Yeah. Anyway, she's, she's an American treasure. Banger movie, uh, banger animation. I and Jimmy Chan's in that. I kind of want another one. Maybe we'll get one. Chick we'll from Eternals is in it. Um, number nine, Dune. Holy crap! They have like a bunch of Marvel people in it. Benedict Wong's in that. Y'all, I'm sorry, Cole. Real quick, the other day I saw him being interviewed for Spider Man. I did not expect him to be as like hard British as he is. He's British. Yeah, he's British. If you never heard this here, no, I'll do it right now real quick. By the way, Cole, I didn't do my anticipated, so after you do your anticipated, I'll do mine. Sounds good. Hold on one second. Benedict Wong. Yeah, what was your ninth? My number nine was Dune. Um, I know it is kind of low. I know y'all liked it more, but I did love that movie. I think I'm just, it left me wanting more, obviously, but we'll see that here in a few years when we get Dune 2, so... Yes. I loved it. Timothy Chalamet is a god. I love him. Zendaya oh, yeah, killed it. That that cast was just so unbelievable. But yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with that. Um, you got that pulled up yet or no? Uh, keep going. All right, uh, my number eight was Last Night in Soho. Uh, one of the most surprising movies of this year. It was one of the most. It was probably the most unique movie I saw all year. Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy's was incredible. It was one of the weirdest thrillers slash horror movies I've ever seen, but I absolutely loved it. Like it was time sh- travel, but also like a it slasher. It was shot beautifully, man. Yeah. Like Edgar Wright. We saw that movie true. on Halloween after a night of drinking, and I think our senses were just like on high. Really? And that movie was so much to take in. We oh, loved I'm it. sure. We loved okay, it. Okay, so here it is. That's on you. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's a good thing. I'm happy to take that. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> way. So taking this part isn't just taking a role in a film, right? You're entering into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I believe so. Is that, <laughs> oh, is my that a, God. Is that a big deal Long for you? British. It's, a, it's, a, it's a massive deal for me. I mean, especially growing up as a kid and collecting comic books and, you know, all the Spider-Man books. So. It's like, did I saw a red carpet interview with him, and I was like, that is not the same person. <laughs> That's not his voice. No. Um, okay, number seven. For me, it was Shang-Chi. Banger. Simu Liu was lit. Aquafina was good. Um, I'm excited to see where they take him One here in the future. One of my favorite origin stories. Yeah, definitely Black a great Panther. origin story. Honestly, like yeah, it better than I Black think, Panther. I think in my review, I had said yeah, it, was it was one of the best origins. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and easily the best fight sequences Marvel's ever had. Um, number six is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like you said, it's... <laughs> it's just so good for... I can't wait for you to hear that. So good for like creativity and... 
you know, director's input and true creative freedom. Love that movie. I wish that would have been the original one and we could have seen what happened, but we never will. Number five is In the Heights. Like Landon said, that movie was a banger. I actually saw the play many years ago in London or Paris. I don't remember which. Oh, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Um, So I'd already seen it, the play, so I knew I, I was already really excited for the movie and it lived up to it. Anthony Ramos is a unit. Absolutely love him. I need him in more movies. But yeah, that's my number five. Number four is James Bond, as you guys said. Great ending to Daniel Craig's story. Um, absolutely incredible movie from start to finish, and the ending was so emotional. Um, kind of hurt. It hurt, but in a good way. Uh, number three, Suicide Squad. Definitely, like I said, the funniest movie I've seen all year. Yeah, great so action, good. great visuals, great story. James Gunn just took that first Suicide Squad, threw it away, and completely you know, did it the right way. Which uh, which is great, and I'm super excited for Peacemaker. And we get a little Pete, a little bit of Pete Davidson, who we all know. And about. we all got, yeah, we got some Pete Davidson, even though oh, he was Davidson. the well, first one to die, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, man. Poor Pete Davidson. No, he was second. Who died? Oh, the werewolf, right? No, no the werewolf didn't die. Remember? The weasel. The weasel. Oh, weasel. Yeah, weasel didn't <laughs> die. Weasel that's didn't right. Die. Oh yeah, he was the first. He was technically the. Yeah. He was. R.I.P. Pete Davidson. We love you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, hot take probably. For most of y'all, but for me, I just can't get over it. Number two for me is Cherry. That's my, probably my favorite movie of the year other than Spider-Man. I don't know why. I just absolutely love that movie. I got chills when I watched it. So so my thing with Cherry, and I told you this, was I deeply disliked that movie. The second time around watching it. The first time I was like, oh, it's You told me good. the first time. You loved it. I did. second time watching it, I was like, I don't like this. This is not good. Um, but knowing you, I think it's your kind of movie. And I, I think know. it works for you who because of who you are. I just loved it. Tom Holland and what's her name? Head. What's her name? Sierra. Sierra Bravo killed it. The Russo brothers, it was one of the most Man, unique. She was like twenty three in that movie. Yeah, she definitely I still thought 12. she was twelve and on Big Time Rush. Yeah. Be careful where you go with that. Uh, uh, Be careful uh, where you go with that. <laughs> she um uh no, I, I think the acting was really good. Um I can see where Tyler's coming from. because uh, that's why they made my top ten. I still do like the movie. Um, but I do see where Tyler's coming from, and I see where you're coming from. But I, I thought the directorial style from the Rooster Brothers in that movie was some of the most unique we've gotten in years. I may crack open a cold one and give it a watch with like the boys to see how I feel about it. I have yet to watch it's it. gonna make me do uh, heroin. Yeah, we might, we might, we might need to go to rehab after we watch it. But other than that, absolutely fantastic movie. And then number one is obviously No Way Home. So yeah, I other, what, like I'm, what am I most excited for? Um, definitely right. Minions: The Rise of Gru. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Y'all are supposed to laugh. I don't get it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mention it. I'm excited for that new Turning Red movie. <laughs> oh my dude. god, that was in the big Russian bear. So excited for that. Looks anyways, funny. no, actually, Top Gun Maverick. Um, obviously, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Thor: Love and Thunder. Lightyear is going to be great. Um, I'm honestly, really got a Thor trailer. There. I can't think. Oh, the Batman is probably my number one. That movie is going to be incredible. <sighs> I'm I can't so wait excited. to see how, what they do with that. I mean, can we just I'm trying to think of some other movies Robert coming out next Pattinson, year, bro. but I can't just off the top of my head. We will for if he kills this movie, which I mean we kind of already have. We will forever forget that he was in Twilight. Yeah, I mean he's wait, he's in what? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I, I, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Even if oh, it's I'm not saying, good, it looks like he's Harry good Potter. in it. We killed Tenet. So, what were your most anticipated movies since you got skipped? Yeah, I didn't. I Goblet of Fire. 
Yeah. He is, is a goblet of fire. Spe- real quick, speaking of Harry Potter. Did y'all watch the doc- documentary? For those of you who have HBO Max, go watch Return to Hogwarts. It was so good. It was really good. Made me and Madison cry. Yeah, it was emotional. Man, it was like reliving my childhood over again. Mm-hmm. So good. Give God, it a watch. they're old. They are old. They are old. Uh, my most anticipated, I think one, uh, we actually saw the trailer for it today, uh, Death on the Nile. I love to murder on the Orient Express. Um, I do want to see Death on the Nile. Is it a direct cast. sequel? Uh, yes. Yeah. Interesting. It's the same guy. It's the same uh, detective or whatever. Um, Batman, obviously. Uh, Morbius, I think is going to be really good. Um, let's see. Thor, I mean, all the Marvel movies. Let's just be honest. Oh, and I forgot to add Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe movie. It's going to be great. Great. Ana de Armas is in it. That's why he yes. likes it. All right, Avery, let's hear your top ten. And- oh my gosh, does is Knives Out two next this year or is it twenty three? I don't know. If Let me Knives call Ryan out- Johnson real quick. If Knives Out two is this year, Knives Out two, absolutely. So to start off with my honorable mentions, you guys are probably gonna give me a little flack for this, but uh, Schumacher. It came out on Netflix. It was a docu movie about one of, if not the greatest, Formula One driver of all time, uh, Michael Schumacher. Can't, can't argue there. It was very, very good. Told, He's already done Art House. I'm screwed. <laughs> told a little bit about his life and his professional career in Formula One. So if you guys are interested in any type of sports or motor sports, give it a watch and kind of learn a little bit about that. Um I'm just going to jump straight into my top ten because I'm rattling these off the dome, unlike you guys that have lists. Um, so Off the dome? Off the dome piece. Off the dome. So if I get a little tripped up and I have to take a pause because I can't think of it. I'll edit it. Bear with me. So I'm number ten, this thing. I am going to start out number ten with, which none of you guys have put this on your list yet, I think this is one of the most overlooked movies of this year, Fatherhood, with Kevin Hart. That was I didn't a great see movie. It. You haven't seen it? Yeah. The movie was great. Made me want to be a loving father. It goes um, over the, so. the the trials and the tribulations of being a single father, uh, not because of divorce, but and it's okay, Kevin Hart, so, right? So yep. I want to. It's a serious wanna, role. Yeah, yeah very it's funny, serious but role. it is definitely. More I do want to say something about Avery or uh, that movie real quick because it did come out on Father's Day. Um. A movie like that, you know, it is not something that is brought up to um, uh, in the media, single fathers, and I think that's why that movie was so good. And Kevin Hart, I mean, he's got to be the guy to play that role. I mean, he he just it was really he, funny, but like, dude, it brought it, you to tears. It like, hit you. Oh, I cried within the first ten minutes. I gotta see it. It was rough. He did such it a was good rough. job. I gotta see it. He did such a good it job. It was very good. I really enjoyed that movie. I'll go to um, watch tomorrow night. I wish I could have put it higher, but I'll be get, alone. Madison's usually busy tomorrow night, tissues. so I'll. Uh, there were a lot of really, really good movies that came out this year. Um, number nine, I'm gonna have to put um, Last Night in Soho. Another one where I wish I could put it higher, but there are just so many good movies that came out this year. You can't really. Um, like Cole said, the cinematography was beautiful in that movie. It's just well shot. It's a really, really unique movie as far as it being like a, a thrasher, thrasher, a thriller slash horror slash comedy slash like no, time we're gonna travel make that movie. A word. Thriller and slasher flick will be a thrasher flick. Exactly. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> That's fine. I'm patenting that word. Number eight. I'm going to have to put Black Widow at number eight. 
Um, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Um, unlike Tyler, which I'm not saying that you didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying I probably enjoyed it a little. No, you're right. I didn't enjoy did. it. Okay, fair enough. I, th- I mean, it was, it was um, okay. I thought it was really good. Um, just to kind of dive into her backstory, um, one of other than Captain Marvel, which that movie was a snooze fest to me, was one of the, another first time that we saw a Marvel character being a woman, you know, getting a standalone film for a woman. Um, I, I don't, and it was much better. It was very good. It was very good. I really enjoyed it. Um, what was that, number nine? Uh, number eight, I would have to put In the Heights. And I know Tyler's probably about to peek his mic out with this pshh. But uh, I really enjoy musicals, and that was a really feel-good movie. Um, if if you can make a musical, um, and I'm sitting there playing the soundtrack, driving to and from work, um, you did a really good job. Uh, same to go with Last Night in Soho, the song that uh, Anya Taylor-Joy sings in it. I probably listened to it for about two or three weeks. Couldn't get it out of my head. Um, number seven. This one's going to be hard. Number seven, I'd probably have to say Shang-Chi. Um, like I said, for the other two movies, um, it's a really good movie. I wish I could put it higher, but so many good movies came out this year, it's just hard to do so. Uh, number six, uh, probably Dune. They're right outside my top five. All my homies love Dune. But I really I really enjoyed that movie. Um, cinematography, the story, I just can't wait to see more from all those characters. And like I said, Zendaya had what maybe ten minutes of screen time. Yeah, it wasn't long. It wasn't very long, so I mean, I I'm excited to see her her go further within that series. Um, for number five, I would probably have to say A Quiet Place Part Two, which I didn't see A Quiet Place until like right before I saw A Quiet Place Part Two. So I, the whole story and the whole storyline throughout the movie was kind of fresh on my mind, but I really enjoyed the acting. Emily Blunt, the two kids, Killian Murphy, seeing John Krasinski for a little bit in that movie. Um, it's a really good movie, <coughs> in my opinion. He still killed it the whole time. That dude's amazing. Yeah. What was that, five? Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, number four, I would have to say No Time to Die. Um, I haven't been like the huge like the biggest James Bond fan over the over the years but I mean that movie I was enthralled the entire time Ooh, good just, word just with the whole storyline and especially it being Daniel Craig's uh his last movie as 007 as James Bond um it was really bittersweet to watch but I think he got a really good ending um as far as that movie goes um, I think they they sent them off good. So number two, three. number three. I yeah. thought I just you did put no time three. to die is four. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, you just got to find a three and a two. You got this. I know. I'm just I'm I'm blanking. Oh, to go back to honorable mentions, uh, the little things. Just just oh, I completely yeah. forgot about that movie. But I did thoroughly enjoy that movie. Um, I can't think. I'm trying to jog my memory of what. Did you all. see Suicide Squad? 
Uh, I have not. Wow. You got to watch that. I have seen Suicide Squad. Oh, I thought you said I have not. You said... I said, have you seen it? Did you say Suicide Squad? No, did you see it? Yeah. I went and saw it with... I'm pretty sure I saw it with you and y'all two. I could have sworn I did. Anyways... I would, yeah, honestly, I would say that movie is probably number three. Again, I've really loved all the characters. Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, um, John Cena. I mean, they were just, the cast was stellar. Like you said, James Gunn just threw out the first Suicide Squad, said, here, let's, let's start from scratch. Let's go from, from what I'm, I'm going to do. And I mean, he, although he caught a lot of flack, uh, I think it was the year before for some of the stuff he said in the past, I think he, he didn't really let any of that phase him, and he just went out there and did what he does best, and he just made a a great a great movie. Um, you need a two and a one. I think we know what your one is. Yeah, we all know what my one is, but I'm trying to think of a two. I I'm trying to think of what all I've seen this year. Yeah, but I don't think that's my number two. I just completely forgot about that movie. Sorry, I didn't um, sleep. I'm going to switch out my four and my two because I just completely forgot that this movie came out. But Candyman. Oh, yeah, that did come out this year. That, yeah, that's good. I, I, I hadn't seen the original Candyman, so I went in kind of blind, not really expecting anything. And I just, it blew me away. Uh, that movie had me just wrapped up. Like I, I couldn't take my eyes off of the screen. I mean, I was when the beginning credits were starting to roll. I mean, I was confused because everything was backwards. And I, I remember I looked over at you, Layden, and I went, "Is it supposed to be like that?" And you were like, "Yeah," because he's in a mirror. But I mean, the story was great. How they, how they tied in the original movie to this one. I mean, it was just they knocked it out of the park. The acting was phenomenal. The cinematography in that was phenomenal as well. I will say, um, because I did kind of forget this movie was on there, um, I will say that, um, gosh, I got to remember his name. I don't know how to say his name. Do you know how to say it, Nubs? Abdul. Yaya Abdul. He is a fantastic actor. He killed the the role in this movie. Um, His descent into madness, you can kind of see. It's really like... You know, if I can compare it to Heath Ledger and the Joker, just not as extreme. And Willem Dafoe. And, and Willem uh, Dafoe and the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He did really good. Candyman's awesome. Um, and it's way better than the original. And yep. honest, honestly, I I kind of liked how they tied in the the idea of gentrification into him looking into his, his old suburbs past and seeing where it's come and where it's about to go and all that. Deep and then, thoughts. Then number one obviously is no way home which i mean the story was great and like i said earlier just them seeing what they could do after the the feedback from them trying to not trying but acting like they're going to tie in the multiverse with uh with wandavision and then giving a hint at it with loki and then them seeing that they could do good making a movie like that it just I, that movie had everything that I wanted to be in it. It surpassed all my expectations. It was everything I wanted and more. It was, it was easily the best film this year. And to say the movies that I'm most anticipating of next year are easily pretty much all the Marvel movies. Um, 
I would have to say number one, surprisingly, would be Bat- the Batman. That movie, I'm I agree. Just, I'm so excited for. Um, and to say with y'all, to exclude this from all the all the Marvel movies, Morbius. I'm I'm not that excited. For I'm that not movie. either. It doesn't it doesn't look. It might be good. great, but I don't think it looks that great either. It just it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. Doesn't doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me. Doesn't scratch my itch. Yeah, exactly. All right, all Mr. right, Potbelly, you're up. All right, Potbelly, and then we'll uh, end it with a quick segment. Okay, let me pull up my list real quick. Okay, so I'm not gonna have any honorable mentions. If I think of one, I'll say it. But number ten is Last Night in Soho. Banger, amazing right. movie. All right, shoot them all. Here we go. Everyone gets described, and I can't find. Let's do it. Nine Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. Forgot about oh, that, one. that was a good movie. I forgot about yes, that one. Yes, it was. It was. Did y'all ever see the first one? Right. Put Bodyguard? Ryan Reynolds in a movie. Oh yeah. Let alone. Did you ever with see the Samuel new one? L. Jackson? It's gonna be a banger. Oh, it was a great movie. It was really funny. Black Widow. Yep. Better than Captain Marvel. Number seven is Shang Chi. Amazing movie. Six Candyman. I had to give it to Avery. Amazing callback. Loved it. Five. Did not expect this movie to go would be as good as it was. It was old. Yeah, dude. When Nub said that earlier, I completely forgot about that movie. I went in there because my girlfriend at the time it was she was so excited to see that movie, <laughs> and I was like, I really don't. I'm gonna fall asleep during the movie. But Great I movie. Was, I was hooked. I was hooked. Number four is No Time to Die. You gotta add that in there. Three is Dune. Amazing. There's gonna be future movies. Number two, Suicide Squad. Obviously. And number one. I wonder what it could be. I know. I don't know. I'm thinking Clifford the Big Red Dog. It's Luca. (laughs) Oh my god. Screw that movie. I hate y'all. Okay. Silencio right. Bruno. I would like right. to, in, in that part of the segment, I'm very disrespected that almost none of you said Shang-Chi's name right. It's I not said Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. It's uh, Shang-Chi. I All think right. I said Shang-Chi. All right, so here uh-huh. we go. Who knows? All right, so to close out... Um, one last quick segment. One last quick segment. Um, guys, let's go around and quickly rattle off some breakout stars of this year that we think are going to have great careers ahead of them. Um, I guess I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and go. All right. I have a lot. So I'm going to write them off real quick. Um, a lot of these names y'all know. Some of y'all don't. Uh, first of all, Cooper Hoffman and Elena Haim. I don't know much about Elena Haim. Cooper Hoffman is the son of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, what was he in? He was, they were, those were the stars of Licorice Pizza. Oh. Um, killed it. I need it. to watch that. So good. Um, killed it. They, um, they just steal every scene they're in. They're going to have great careers. Um, was already, you know, in a lot of things, but um, just had a good year. Florence Pugh um, killed it in Black Widow, killed it in Hawkeye. Uh, again, same as Florence Pugh. Uh, Haley Steinfeld um, really impressed me with uh, Hawkeye, and she proved herself to be more than just this quirky um, girl, but she is a. Very versatile actress. What is going on? Uh, it's a Kingsman what? thing. Sorry. Okay. All right. And uh, again, same thing. Was already in some things, but had a really good year. French Dispatch, Don't Look Up, Dune, Timothy Chalamet. Um, Absolutely. Versatile actor, young. 
Um, he's going to do some amazing things moving forward. Um, now, caught a lot of flack for this. Caught a lot of flack. Uh, you guys loved it. I obviously hated it, but I can't deny she was amazing. Leslie Grace, who played Nina in In the Heights. Yeah, she's going to be. She's playing. She's going to be Batgirl. Right? She's going to be Barbara Gordon in Batgirl. Oh, okay. In the midst of that movie that. that I just could not stand, I thought she was amazing. She um, shows everything she's in. Is it Nina? Yeah. Nina, yeah. She shows every scene she's in. Um, she's smart. She's witty. She's serious. Um, I'm excited to see her play a more, uh, a, a very different role than Nina in Barbara Gordon, um, which is coming out this year, at the end of this year. Is that a movie? Yeah, it's going to be on HBO I didn't, Max. I didn't know nice. it was a movie or TV show. Uh, Michael Keaton is going to be in it. He's going to be Batman in it. I heard. Okay. Um, all right, so Simu Liu, um, he's Canadian, so people in Canada know who he is. But uh, for us, I just thought he was amazing as Shang-Chi. Yeah. I really hope to see him in more comedic things. Um, I would love to see him with like alongside like Ryan Reynolds. Um, he's just so good. Um, and then my last two, Sanaya Sydney. She played young Venus Williams in King Richard. Um, she's right now. She's like 15. She's going to do some amazing things. Um, and last, um, probably most famous person on this list, but this year after just a lot of mediocre films, in my opinion, redefined himself as an actor, uh, Will Smith playing, of course, the titular character, King Richard. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Movie. In King awesome. Richard, um, he murdered it. He was yeah, so yeah. good. Um, I'm just, I, I hope that he goes back to playing these these serious roles. He um, he was amazing. So yeah, those are my those are my breakout stars of 2021. People that um, we already knew, we didn't know. Um, yeah. Anybody else? I have two quick ones. Um, I'm going to go really quick. Uh, the first one, uh, he hadn't had really just like the lead role uh, before this year. He's in Us. He's in uh, Aquaman. He is he in plays, Us? Yeah, he plays the dad uh, when she's a little kid. Oh, so he does. Not, yeah, it's not, not okay. big. But Yahya Abdul-Mateen is absolutely fantastic when he's in the lead role. Landon um, said his name right. He killed it in Candyman. I mean, I what was a blown away. Guy. Um, he was in Matrix. You know, his character wasn't great, but I think he's still a fantastic actor. I think he's going to do really. For what he well. had to work with, he was amazing. Yeah, um, he really just like you like you just have those people on set that just steal the presence yeah. in the room. And he does that really well. The other one is actually in the movie we saw today, and the Kingsman. You pointed out that he's not really in anything, but Harris Dinkins, Dickinson, the play Conrad. Yeah, that that movie. kid was good. He was unbelievably good. Did you see anything else that he was in? Uh, I don't think I he's like ever right been in anything crazy. Right um, he plays Conrad in the new uh, Kingsman, and he was really, really good. Let's see what else he's in. Uh, I mean, nothing really. Nothing. Nothing notable. Yeah. 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 I've literally never heard of any uh, of that. The more I see him in, the more I'm going to want to see him. He's yep, fantastic. He's really good. Really good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I'm definitely going to say uh, a few that stood out this year. Florence Pugh in Black Widow. I mean, she honestly made that movie for me. If she wouldn't have been in that movie, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I know she's been in some big stuff, but she she's definitely going to do some she's crazy big an things. She's absolute goddess. And she's no, hot. She's so, I mean. And then to 
piggyback off that, we're also going to go with Haley Steinfeld, who's also hot, but she's going to do big things too. I know I haven't watched it, but I know she's like done Dickinson, which is like a crazy popular show, and then uh, Hawkeye. She's in Bumblebee. She's in Bumblebee a few years ago, yeah. So she I'm won excited. an Oscar. She was in True Grit. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I mean, I know I say she's up and coming, but I'm just she's still young. I'm excited to see what she does. Uh, the guy that played Candyman, Yaya Abdul Mateen, yeah, we got it right that time. And one that y'all have not mentioned is Anthony Ramos in the Heights. I think that dude is brilliant. He is so funny and charismatic. We'll see. Um, he was good. I think he's a great actor. He played a. Uh, he was in Hamilton as well, so I would love to see him do some more like actual movies. Oh, hey, Jonathan Groff. Yeah, <laughs> he's so, good too. Uh, I think I think that's all. Oh, and Timothy Chalamet, obviously. Maybe. So Avery, what you got? I have three, and I'm I would have more, but y'all have kind of rattled off people I've already wanted to say, so I don't want to keep repeating. Um, one, this is, I mean, it's not really a shock, but Jacob Batalon, who plays the oh, yeah. Indians, yes. I would love to see him in. I, I know he's kind of a secondary character. I would love to see him have a main role in a movie. I just think he's really good at acting. He's also. He's got some new TV show like where he's a vampire or something. He, he's the lead role. So maybe think, he'll get some more lead stuff. I think he would be really, really good. Um, we've already kind of seen him uh, kind of blast onto the scene a little bit. But John Cena, after seeing him as Peacemaker, I feel like, I mean, not n- not in like a serious, serious role, but I feel like he'd be good as, you I know. I haven't seen Scoot Squad. Yeah, he has it. He has. I have seen That was a misunderstanding earlier. He's seen it. You have? Yes. I've seen oh, okay. it like two or three times, but anyways, I think oh, he'll he'll. Look at Avery coming out with the older people who are. Hey, if you really don't know who John Cena is, go. I think go to his promos on WWE. Dude's a beast. I think he he can really turn out. Um, yeah, as I long agree. as he doesn't get screwed like Orf- Andrew Garfield and get bad scripts. And then here another one that I'm sure Shut up. some of y'all will agree with. Um, but after seeing her in, uh. Season three of you, Victoria Pedretti. Uh, she oh can, my god! She can kill any role that she's thrown at her. When we yeah. saw that, I've never seen her in anything else. Either. She's in um, Haunting of Hill House. The Haunting of Hill House. See, I haven't watched that. Um, and Blind Manor. She's she's very attractive. Um, she's also a good actress. And then she's, she's very actress. very good. We we've obviously seen that she can pretty much crush any the role. The guy that, that plays she's, Joe in that show is phenomenal too. He, he's Badgley. also in a Pen, Pen Gossip Girl too. He's, he is. He's yeah, he was, a, he was like a... That's lead. a great show. He was Gossip Girl and Gossip Girl. I've never seen Gossip Girl, so uh, I don't understand Well, I had a girlfriend at the time, and I watched it. You ruined that whole show for me. Oh, I was going to go and watch the whole I thing. I wasn't going to watch sure. it. All right, um, Ethan. Hang on. I got one more. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy. Mommy. Yeah, she did have a good year. I'm have excited to see her in Peaky Blinders. Have y'all yeah. seen The Queen's Gambit? Yes. I have not. God, she's so, so good. good in that. Tough break with New Mutants, but came back with hard... Two good things. Yeah, but she did. She did, she did Peaky Blinders oh, and uh, Last Night Soho. Gambit. Call me crazy. I think she's hot. <laughs> oh, I agree. Hot. No comment. Also, the girl that played the other lead role in Last Night in Soho. Oh, like her Thomas and McKenzie. Yeah. She's also in a uh, JoJo right, Rabbit. Pop Send us she's, home, baby. She's really, really good as well. Yeah, Ethan, what you got? You got a few. Send us home because my wife one. wants me to go to bed. I got, got one. Y'all have not so many good ones out but a man I've loved every movie that he's hit the screen on is Idris Elba Idris Elba Idris Elba I can't speak killed it as um was no it wasn't Deadshot I just had a brain fart I had a 
I, I've seen the movie like five times. <laughs> oh, it's the guy that plays Black Panther, right? Who? Idris Elba. Well, no, that's Shadow Bozeman. Bozeman <laughs> is dead. Rest in peace. Anyways, yeah, dude, I can't remember the name on. It's not. It's not Deadshot. Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Blood yeah, it was one of those. Blood I'm Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Is that it for you? That's it. All right, guys. Well, this has been the Frontline Film Podcast. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, check back next week. We're going to have another episode. Um, with that, just want to say good night or good morning if you're in Pakistan. Lanny, what do you want to say? Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys are poggers. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to go stream get, Mad Dogs podcast. I wasn't going to do it, but yeah, uh, if you're a Mad Dogs listener, we love you. We'll have uh, another episode up soon. Uh, but seriously, uh, we're going to try. I hope to get back in the swing of things on the website. Um, may or may not. We're going to add Avery and Ethan to the club. Hopefully, they can help us out. This is going to be kind of like a revitalization. They've yeah, entered we, the revitalization. We we should have done better at the end of the year. We did great there for a few yeah, for a few months. So, we did really good. But um, we appreciate just, you guys listening. Yeah. It's Dude, a, it's I stink. I need a shower. Hey, that's gross. Give me a little feedback. Feedback if y'all need some Walking Dead. No, no. All right, guys. Thanks on that for note. listening. On that note, um, here's our ad from Harry's Razors. I'm kidding. Raid Shadow sh- Legends. If you're looking to if you're looking to shave your boys downstairs, man's I'm just kidding. All right, guys. Stop the lawnmower 4.0. Bye, guys.